turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelo, board-certified divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelo. Hello and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm so glad you are here with us today. If this is your first time listening, A big welcome to you. And if you're back with us again, thank you for joining us. The do's and don'ts of divorce. Don't you wish there was a checklist that would tell you exactly what to do and not to do when it comes to divorce? Well, I get it. You probably do. Uh, But And there probably is a list. But I wonder, could it be comprehensive enough? And would it be an exact fit for your particular situation? I have to say I doubt it. No matter a list or not, it is crucial to learn as much about the divorce process as you can, as well as the best ways to progress through it and what to watch out for and what to avoid. And that's what we are talking about today as we continue in our series focusing on the process of divorce. In the first few shows of this series, we are looking at uh, divorce and what I call the consideration phase. And it's the phase I think is the most critical. As a reminder, consideration is defined as, quote, giving careful thought, typically over a period of time, close quotes. It's the most critical phase of divorce to me because it's a time where you would look at the reality of the process now and far into the future with a careful and cautious eye so that you'd have a clearer picture of all that's involved in divorce and what the outcomes, good and bad, could be. There's much more to the process than you think, and you definitely want to be informed, and the do's and don'ts are a big part of that. Denise French is here with us today to talk about the do's and don'ts of divorce, and as you will hear, her experience will serve us well in the discussion. Denise is the creator of Divorce Strategies Group and a partner at Stuart, Hurst, French, and Dodson. Ultimately, both firms support people through the divorce process, offering mediation and financial expert and financial consulting services to those divorcing as well as attorneys. 
Denise has a long list, and I mean it, a long list of impressive credentials. But what I want you to know the most about her is this. She has a robust passion for helping individuals and business owners walk through difficult litigation situations in a dignified manner, knowledgeable about areas that will affect them financially. But before we hear from Denise, I want to remind you, as I always do, that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing, because it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. And so please remember to share the show with those who could benefit. And I must also remind you that we're not here to give you legal advice, and we're certainly not here to coach you to get a divorce. In fact, although the show is called The Divorce Coaching Hour, we will not be coaching today, but rather providing you insight, information, education, and encouragement. Ultimately, what we are here to do is to help you look at the realities of your marriage and divorce with your eyes wide open. And based on those realities and your faith, we are here to walk the path with you as your thinking partner, no matter where your journey may lead. So without further ado, Denise, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy you are here as well. You always bring us so much uh, great things to talk about. Your experience is vast, and it's just wonderful for you to be here to help us have this conversation about the do's and don'ts of divorce. I want to, before we dig into the topic, I want to hear a little bit more about what I shared with regards to your bio, your your experiences, a robust passion for helping individuals and business owners walk through difficult litigation situations in a dignified manner. That word dignified pops out to me. Tell us about that. Oh, sure. So I just my experience with divorce personally was so difficult um, that I really wanted to help people. I really try to help people walk through it more knowledgeable and more it, and more just calmer, if you will. So I felt like I didn't understand what was coming. I didn't understand the 30,000-foot overview. I didn't understand the big picture. I didn't really understand the process. And had I understood it a little bit better, I think I would have been able to calm down and think a little bit more rationally, and it would have been a better experience. So our firm tries to help educate people on definitely the financial part, what to expect, what you're entitled to, what's going on, what you own, what you owe, what this will look like for you after the fact. So if I can provide you some financial peace of mind, then I'll help you calm down and be able to walk through this in a better manner. And then also just helping people back up and see the forest from the trees. Right. I think for me, that's so, so helpful. And I find a lot of other people um, get some peace of mind out of that so they can calm down and just not be so frantic throughout the process. Yeah. So we're talking about the do's and don'ts in there. And and I think we could take away just a lot there, what you just talked about. And I, I jotted down a few things is one, you didn't understand. So the key would be to understand uh, the, yeah. Then you said um, uh, not to be frantic. So the key would be, what can you do to calm down? And then I uh, love the words you use, kind of back up a bit. And and so we, we, we kind of come from, well, we don't kind of come from, we come from uh, a, a really emotional place. 
in divorce when we're blindsided by divorce or, you know, um, we even ourselves step into divorce and maybe are the ones filing for divorce. And we we can, in that not calm, uh, as you said, frantic uh, place that's coming out of emotion can be a little bit less than dignified. So I love that that's mm-hmm. what you guys do. And uh, you talked about being fully knowledgeable about areas that will affect them financially. Uh, what would you say fully knowledgeable means? Well, the, in our experience, people, a lot of times, people that we work with don't really understand what they own. So we help people understand the financial assets that they own. What can those assets do for you? What what do people do with these assets? How, what What's investing 101 to advanced investing? Um, a lot of people with... Um, RSUs or options or these more complex types of, um, of plans, they're very confusing. So we help explain what these things are that you own and what they can do for you. I would totally agree with you. I'm even just drawing to my own personal experience with some things in my life that it's just like, um, you know, we're redoing our wills right now. And, and some of the words that the attorney uses are just, you know, kind of, I would say gobbledygook, Right. And yeah. and when I come to something like that where I'm confused, I can tend to stay stuck. I don't do anything. I don't move forward because I don't understand it. And so what I often say with my clients is, you know, they don't really understand why the financial aspect is so important in divorce. But bottom line is if you don't understand what you own, you can't put it black and white on a piece of paper. You can't divide it. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And everybody learns at a different pace and some, and some estates are more complicated than others. So it's really personalized, really individualized. Yeah. And, and that goes back to what I said in the opener. There's, you know, we might wish that there was a list of do's and don'ts in divorce, but we do need it uh, personalized. And I think that's a perfect word. So speaking of those do's and don'ts, Denise, I just wonder, um, what does it mean to you when we say the do's and don'ts of divorce? Well, you know, in general, there are some definite things that you should do. Every divorcing person should do. And there, in general, are things that every divorcing, every divorcing person should not do. So when you suggested those as a topic, I thought, okay, globally, every single person divorcing, what could we walk through? And I have some definite thoughts on those. Okay, well, and 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 so it's it's pretty clear there are some things to do and there are some things not to do. It's about um, really, again, I think that word is going to be the word that carries us through is gaining information to gain understanding. And so it's not just reading a blog or um, talking to your friend about it is really saying, okay, what is this information? Uh, do I understand it? Do I need somebody else to help me understand it? And then how does this apply to my particular situation? And and so I, I'm kind of answering the thought that I, the question I had in my uh, kind of follow-up here. But um, in your opinion, why do we want to know the do's and don'ts, Denise? So you can have a better divorce experience, a better divorce outcome, so you don't have to go through so much turmoil in the midst of this, right? It's already stressful because you're taking something that you put together and you're separating it. Um, but it, 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 
it doesn't have to be this horrific, horrific experience as you walk through it. When I went through divorce, my stomach stopped working. I was so stressed out, and I had to be hospitalized overnight a couple different times. It, that didn't have to happen. Like, like so it doesn't have to be that bad. So I just feel like the more you know, the better off you are. So it's all about gathering information and knowing kind of the roadmap overall. Yeah, bottom line, it's healthier. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what I think if you were to survey all the divorce professionals out there, I would at least at a minimum half of them are doing this work because they've been affected by divorce in some way. Either they've gone through it uh, once, twice, if not more. They've had a family member go through it. Their parents went through it once, twice, if not more. And they can see that it being on the other side of it doesn't have to be that way. And folks, that's what we want for you. We want uh, this to be a healthier process uh, because when the emotions take over, you actually um, don't make the best decisions for you and your family. Your brain actually zaps a ton of your energy and um, and so nobody is benefiting in the process. And so that's what we're focusing on in this entire series is to bring you information, help you gain knowledge, help you get that understanding that we're talking about today. You will make better decisions for yourself, for your family going forward into the future. We're here with Denise French, and we are talking the do's and don'ts of divorce. Come on back. Divorce isn't easy or often wanted. Sadly, it happens. When it does, it's possible to walk through it so the results are healthier than would be otherwise. How? Through a unique divorce solution that works. At Divorce Strategies Group, their mediation process helps divorcing parties settle their differences without the long, drawn-out battle and promotes a cooperative win-win environment. It's a smarter way to divorce. When divorce touches your life, contact the Divorce Strategies Group. Schedule your complimentary consultation today at DivorceStrategiesGroup.com. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. 
Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com backslash DCH. Welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. We are here with Denise French. She's the creator of Divorce Strategies Group, and she is a partner at Stuart, Hurst, French, and Dodson. Ultimately, all together with what she does is she helps people to uh, get through these tough situations uh, involving litigation, uh, specifically divorce. We're the divorce coaching hour, so we're talking divorce, and help people gain knowledge so that they walk through the process in a dignified manner. And we were talking about in the first segment what dignified is and, and kind of our our. our some of the things we touched on was that you would be calm going through the process. Uh, you would be knowledgeable uh, through the process. But most importantly, you would have understanding of the process. And, you know, folks, the reality of uh, divorce is is we don't have a lot of experience with it. I mean, now, honestly, some people have a little bit more experience than others because they've been through it. But unfortunately, uh, you know, People, um, uh, even when they've gone through it before, uh, they're not looking to go through a divorce. I don't believe people go to the altar and go, yay, I'm going to get a divorce down the road. <laughs> uh, they, they, And it's not like you're going home and studying divorce like I do sometimes so I can be a better coach. Uh, but, you know, but then you're handed these divorce papers and you're like, what do I do now? And there really is so much to know and to sift through it can be daunting. And so it's really important for you to at least have some sort of idea of what to do and what not to do. Uh, It's really important for you to have a team around you to help you walk through it in a dignified manner, in a healthier manner, in a better manner. And that's what we here together do on the Divorce Coaching Hour. That's what Denise does. And that's what we're doing here today, talking about the do's and don'ts. And so uh, we're going to step into some do's and don'ts that Denise has come to based on her extensive experience. And so let's dig right into that in this segment, Denise, is what is one of the do's when it comes to divorce? One of the do's is hire an attorney. Okay. That is a mandatory do, in my opinion. Okay. And tell us about that. So I, you know, we, we work with a variety of types of divorce. We work with heavy litigation where we're hired as the financial expert to go to court and testify. And then we also work with these cooperative divorces, the opposite of that, where, where, um, it's much more collaborative, cooperative between the parties. But it is critical, no matter what you do, to hire an attorney because an attorney understands the law and this is a legal process. 
So even if you want to do it yourself and save money, it's still critical to have at least one of you hire an attorney to review what you're doing, to look at the agreements that you're making, to make sure that they're even legal. There is so much to these divorces that people don't understand. Um, For example, a lot of times people don't understand how you would divide a retirement account. Well, I'll just give you half of it, dear. You know, we built this all, all these years together, and it's a couple million dollars, and I worked for this company, and we have this big 401K. Well, there are certain rules around dividing those 401Ks, and if you don't have those rules in there, you're not going to get half of it. So an attorney would be able to tell you that. Um, there's certain rules around all types of different assets that you have, assets that you were awarded during the marriage but haven't received yet during the marriage. In our state, part of those are marital and part of those are not. An attorney needs to look at that. Another thing, the reason you want to have an attorney is because some of the things you may agree to may not be able to get through the courts. And without an attorney helping you do that, you may not be able to get a divorce with what you want. We see that quite a quite a bit. People calling us after the fact or, you know, they they decided they they give, they cave, okay, we're gonna go hire attorneys and attorneys call me for, you know, just a drive-by mediation, if you will, to get something to the court systems. The divorce world is its own niche. It's its own subset of, of life, if you will. We have our own language. We have our own systems. We have our own people, our own experts. And you really need a divorce attorney to help you navigate that. Now, it doesn't have to be someone who's off just that wants to send you to court and wants to help you plummet your soon-to-be ex-spouse. That's not necessary, but a competent legal counsel is absolutely necessary, and I I can't stress that enough. Even in a do-it-yourself divorce, you still want to hire an attorney to look at what you've decided to do yourself. Yes, so much in there. I totally agree with you. I think, um, you know, not that I can speak for everyone, but I would guess that – you know, that's typically the first thing people think, well, I've got to go get an attorney. Uh, but at the same time, they're thinking, I don't want to go to court. And so it's not what necessarily the the media portrays. Not all attorneys need to be that shark, so to speak, and that you're going to go fight it out in um you know, in the courts. But on the other side of that, there's now these online divorces, which bottom line in any situation, um, even outside the legal world, you go try to do it on yourself, you know, by yourself, sometimes you're going to get what you pay for. And then you wind up with more troubles Mm -hmm. than you did before. And so uh, I think the other thing too, I heard you talk about, um, you know, the importance, obviously, of bringing in an attorney uh, about knowing the law, but knowing about experts to bring in too, depending on all that's involved in the divorce. And so I think the other important aspect of having an attorney in the mix is uh, even if he or she isn't specialized in one particular part of a divorce, say military, they know people to go ask, right? They've got that network and that's a reliable network. So um, very important. I think the other thing I would want to add to that too is Before you go hire an attorney, uh, whether it's just to look over your so-called kitchen table divorce that you and your spouse has decided, hey, this is how we're going to divide things up, Uh, let's go have an attorney review it and make sure we haven't made any mistakes, 
to all the way of having an attorney represent you is to think about who you want as an attorney. Uh, what uh, do you want a male? Do you want a female? Do you want to want somebody down the road? Do you want somebody who uh, specializes in a particular aspect of finances, et cetera? So um, anything else to add there, Denise? No, that's it. I just It's a bottom line. You really have to have an attorney no matter what. Yeah, for sure. And I would just say, um, you know, there's great places to, to go and find out about attorneys. Um, you can go to the, um, I think it's AVO, I think it's AVVO. Yeah, and the um, American Matrimonial Lawyers, I think it's the AAML. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. You know, folks, you can always reach out to Denise as well, and, and we're going to have her yeah. contact information uh, in the fourth segment. So make sure you stay tuned for that, and we'll share all that information with you. Um, but you could reach out for her because she certainly knows a, a ton of attorneys, yes. as do yes. I. We work, we work with attorneys all over Texas, so we can certainly provide guidance there. So that that's critical. And, um, and it needs to be a family law attorney, not just any attorney, not your brother's uncle's friend's cousin's attorney. <laughs> yeah, that has to be that is family a, law attorney. That is a so. great distinction. Yes. And um, preferably bar certified and uh, but a family law attorney that is yeah. definite. Experience. Okay. So that's the first two. What else would you add? Um, the other, another is a hire a, a coach or some kind of person to help you with the emotional side. And you referenced it earlier. When your emotional side of your brain takes over, it really does cut off the thinking side of your brain. It's such, it's such a, a ripoff, if you will, that people are, are forced to make these gigantic life decisions affecting their children and affecting the, potentially their retirement. You know, if you're older getting divorced, this is one of the single biggest financial transactions you're going to make in your lifetime. And you're doing it in the midst of trauma and chaos. And so I think it's critical to have someone help you weed out the emotional part of this. It's not your financial expert. It's not your attorney. It's someone like a coach, like what you do, Christy. So I, I think it's critical to have that part. It's critical to have an outside independent third party because family, and I think it's important to have family members and have friends that support you. I certainly did. I could not have done this without my family members and my friends and support groups like divorce care and the people I met there. Um, But those people that know me well, they have skin in the game. For example, my mother was so mad at my soon to be ex-husband. She almost made it worse because she was just so embittered by you know, her perception of, of why we, this was happening, um, it, that it just even became worse to talk to her because the, the anger, she had more anger than I had. So um, it's helpful to have someone who's a third party who's not involved to give you guidance on getting through this and help you with the emotions. Yeah, I, well, of course, I couldn't agree more. That's why I do what I do, and, and that is to um, help people basically process their thoughts and emotions. And, you know, a lot of people may not understand exactly what a coach does. It's not somebody that's going to tell you to get a divorce or coach you to get a divorce. It's going to be a coach, a trained and professional coach who is there to essentially listen 90% of the time and in the remaining 10 
uh, ask questions and to get you to think and move you into that thinking brain. A couple of things I was reminded, Denise, my husband always says, and my husband had gone through a divorce. I've gone through a divorce. So we have gone through that experience now uh, married. Uh, but he says this, the people who need to make the most important decisions in the divorce are the people least qualified to. <laughs> in the divorce because they're so hijacked. You can get hijacked by those emotions. And you know what, folks, they, it may seem that, in fact, um, it it's adding more money to add someone to the mix. But with a coach, you can process a lot of the emotions that you're going to your financial expert and your attorney with, like expecting them to be a coach, but they're trained in their specialty. And, and so I think, um, the, and then the last thing I'll say there uh, about that, is uh, you want somebody objective and a friend and family member may provide you support. But as you heard, even Denise's mom kind of made things a little bit more difficult because they have skin in the game. So folks, two huge do's of divorce. When we come back, we're going to talk don'ts of divorce. And in the fourth segment, maybe we'll add a few more do's or don'ts. But keep listening. You want this information so that you can move through divorce in a healthier manner. Stay tuned. Here's today's two-minute tip, and it's about courage. As I work with men and women navigating divorce, I hear the heartbreak, I see the confusion, and I sense the fear because of all they are going through, and my heart aches for them. If your heart is breaking, if you are confused, and if you are afraid because of divorce, my heart aches for you too. I get it. I've been there. It's not a fun journey. But I can tell you, being on the other side of it, personally, and working with those who do move through it, there is hope. It is possible that there will be a time when your heart is no longer breaking, you are clear-minded, and you feel strong. What does it take to get to the other side? It takes courage. What is courage? From Oxford languages, it's defined as the ability to do something that frightens one. It's also strength in the face of pain or grief. What I see and hear in those definitions is that courage requires action. There's action in the doing something that frightens someone, and there's action in facing pain or grief. It doesn't say what the action is or has to be, and it doesn't say that it has to be perfect action. It just needs to be action. I will say that the action does need to be something that moves you or someone forward to a better or healthier place. So today, whatever you are facing, how could you take action? How could you take action despite fear? How could you take action in the face of pain or grief? And what would that action need to be in order to move you or someone else forward to a better place? If you want to talk more about courage and how to take that action, please write me at christy at christymindelow.com. And you can always visit thedivorcecoachinghour.com for more information. And remember to keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. Welcome back. You're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and we're talking the do's and don'ts of divorce today. And we're talking to Denise French. Uh, she helps people become knowledgeable about the areas within divorce that will affect them uh, for the most part financially. And she also is a mediator. Vast experience in this area. And we are gaining from her experience on the do's and don'ts, we talked about, uh, we only got through two do's in the first, seg in the second segment, and uh, there are many more to consider. 
but to be fair and square, we're going to go to the top two don'ts. And then if we have time to talk more about any of the do's or don'ts, we certainly will catch that up at the bottom of the third segment or in the wrap up. You can always reach out to Denise too to talk about these do's and don'ts and and glean um, understanding from her vast experience. And you can find her at the divorcestrategiesgroup.com. So you might want to note that we're going to talk about how you can talk to her and reach her uh, in the fourth segment again. But I wanted to go ahead and throw that out there unless you're just in case you're just catching the show as you're in and out of a car and you're like, hey, I need to talk to her. Uh, the do's and don'ts of divorce. Denise French at Divorce Strategies Group, uh, divorcestrategies.com. Uh, sorry, divorcestrategiesgroup.com. There Is that go. correct? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three words, not two. Okay. Don'ts, Denise. What are the top okay. two don'ts? All right. I think the top don't is don't let pride or fear get you. Mm. So we see this a lot. We see, you know, with my case, it was both, honestly. So don't let pride get you. I hear a lot, you know, they did this, 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 this. You know, I married this Christian person and look what happened. And there was an affair and there was this and that's all horrible. Like the, the, the breakup of the marriage usually involves something really horrible like that. But letting pride get you is only going to cost you money. I hear quite a bit, you know, I'm going to take them to court. I want my quote unquote day in court. I want this to be heard. Um, and the reality of it is that just costs you more money. You know, these, the, the TV court and the real court, it's two totally different things. When we're trying a case, it's usually closed. There's uh, both sides, their attorney who's already heard it all and a judge who is, is going to hear a certain amount in a certain amount of time. And it's, it's, it's the day in court is in this, it's a really horrible, usually a horrible day. It's not, it's not, I'm going to get them back. I'm going to embarrass them. That may happen. Details may come out, but in front of five people, like it's, 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 it's not as, as cathartic as people think. Right. Um, and so the letting pride get you is, is going to hurt you also letting pride get you in, you know, I'm not going to supply information. I'm not going to give them the data that they want. Well, now you're just going to have to go spend more money for them to get the data somewhere else. Like, so I would just encourage you to cooperate with the process, provide information as it's asked, you know, documents, financial information, because if you don't, it just costs you more money. So don't let pride get you. And then don't let fear get you on the other side of that. You know, we see a lot, so fearful that I'm scared to discipline my children at all. I'm so fearful. I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to give them what they want. I'm just going to quit. Well, you don't need to do that either. Like there's a, there's an in-between space. So I just encourage you to continue with coaching or counseling or get prayer, lots of prayer, lots of meditation, lots of time to dig into your Christian roots when you're going through this. That is a huge, that's, that's a huge one on the do side that we haven't covered yet, but that's huge. That will save you from the big don't of letting pride get you and letting fear get you. So much in there. And I think the first thing I want to comment on is I was just recently at a collaborative divorce Houston um, meeting and they're walking through kind of a crash course in collaborative divorce. And um, a, a person who teaches at a law school here in Houston is giving us the crash course. And, and she brought about something that you want to think about in this day and age after the pandemic is that a lot of hearings are on Zoom these days and it's public. Now, hearings have 
been public. Uh, but it would be like, who in the world's going to go down and sit and watch a hearing, right? Um, now, I might have because I might have gone down to see my brother, you know, in court. But this day and age, you, you get bored, you you can pop on, you know, out there onto the um, internet and, and watch a hearing. And so you're there. Uh, and, and you know what they say. I mean, those things last forever. And so you're there and you are letting pride and fear get in the way. And you're saying all these things about your spouse. Who's watching your children? Right. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. Sometimes in those, though, I've found that they send us to our own separate little Zoom rooms where we're in breakout rooms for um, for the trial part of it. So my experience has been we've been in breakout rooms. I haven't done a ton on Zoom, but then they become private. But yeah, you're right. The beginning of it, kids can log in, kids can see everything. You can go at any point in time into any of these court Zoom rooms um, while they're calling the docket, and you can hear them minutia back and forth. Um, but then when the trial comes, I have the, it just my my experience has been we've been put in to um, to private rooms. Now that may not be the case with all of them. Yeah, but, just a um, just a caution that it could be public, and probably be. more importantly yeah. is even you know what are your kids hearing? And I think the other thing, and then we'll move on to the next don't is, you know, you're probably getting some sort of benefit out of. Uh, the blame game. And so I would just mm-hmm. encourage you to check in. What What is it that you're trying to get? Because you're probably that pride and fear is in place to protect yourself in some way, shape, or form. And that's where, uh, as you mentioned, Denise, a, a counselor can help you kind of uh, unpack all that or a coach can help you unpack that so you can make better decisions for you, you your family, for years down the road, not from this pride and fear place, which really doesn't get you anywhere. As you said, Denise, very, well, it's only going to cost you. And it's only not just going to cost you money. It's going to cost you um, perhaps relationships, a good relationships mm-hmm. with your kid. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost your kids. So with that yeah. said, what's the next don't? The next don't is don't sign anything without an attorney looking over it. Don't sign anything. (laughs) Sounds like you have some experience with that. (laughs) I have a case right now, this sweet, sweet woman who has a, a, she's in a second marriage or her first husband passed away. And I, and she has a lot of money she had from her first marriage. And he is trying to get her to sign these documents, which would basically make the money she had from her first marriage, their money. Like it's not their money right now, but it would go from her money to their money. And he keeps trying to get her to sign these forms and her attorney keeps telling her no. And I, she keeps entertaining the thought and I, I, she doesn't really understand what he's asking her to sign. I don't think. And so she is thankfully this week going to go into her attorney's office with all these documents and sit down in black and white and have him look at them and give an opinion on it. But it's just, don't sign anything without your attorney reviewing it because you don't, you may not truly know what you're signing and you could be signing away a whole bunch of money without realizing it. Yeah. And it goes back to our word for today, I think understanding. And so first bottom line, black and white right there, don't sign anything without an attorney reviewing it, but also make sure you understand it. Even sometimes when, it, and I talked about it earlier on our wills, an attorney may explain it. Um, uh, luckily, we have an attorney who is just fabulous at explaining things and helping us understand things. But that's the second step is make sure you understand it. 
Um, let's see if we get which which way do you want to go? Do you want to go to a do or a don't? We got the the two do's and we got the two don'ts. The two don'ts. Which one's next? Yes, I will say another do is plan your interactions with your soon to be ex spouse. So I would say that's critical. So if it's a contentious divorce where there's a lot of arguing, let's say there's children involved, usually there's either a lot of money at stake and you're near retirement, which can be very contentious and very scary, or you're younger and you've got kiddos that are still at home that are still minor, that can also be very scary. So I would say if you're in either environment that's inflamed by a lot of fear on both sides, that you plan your interactions with your spouse. So I would not spend time at home or on the phone arguing with the person you're divorcing over the matters of splitting assets or children's you know, rights or duties or visitation or child support. That is what you hire other people to help you do. And again, it's promising things that you don't know you don't have to give, or that would be way, way too burdensome for any human being to withstand. And you're promising this because you just don't know. So I would encourage you all to not have conversations about things that are litigious in matter, financial in matter, children-related in matter, without first talking to your attorney. So you don't promise things that you later find that there's no way you could deliver on that. Yeah, two things in here. There, first, um, the kids, putting them and their welfare uh, first, thinking about keeping their innocent ears innocent with mm-hmm. regards to that, preserving the relationship. You're you're going to have to co-parent with this person down the road. And so first, how can you create an environment so your kids are healthier through the process? And so that's kind of keeping that conversation out of the, the household, not mm-hmm. turning to them and expecting them to. And then additionally, um, uh, there again is um, getting that understanding. We keep saying that understanding is a big word, folks, here. So of all the do's and don'ts, we've talked about uh, three do's now and two don'ts is the key is to get the information through an attorney, uh, work with your coach, go to the Bible, um, uh, don't sign anything without understanding. Make sure you have a good understanding before you do anything. Come on back and we're going to wrap up the conversation, do's and don'ts of divorce. Friends, I'm so glad that you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know, I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put the pieces together, and help you stand strong and walk through divorce courageously. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendela, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, 
Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts under the Programs tab on kkht.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. And you're back with the Divorce Coaching Hour. We are talking understanding today. Understanding of what? We're working on understanding the do's and don'ts of divorce. Uh, And there is a long list of them. Uh, We've only been able to really touch on uh, three. There was a lot of information in that three do's and and two don'ts. Um, But uh, we've got a little bit more time here and we'll, we'll touch on perhaps a few more. Before we do that, folks, we're here with Denise French. She's helping us with the conversation here. She her areas of focus are mediation and uh, financial services within divorce. And um, so you will want her as a part of your team. Speaking of uh, a team, you might think that adding people to the team, so to speak, that is helping you move through divorce would add money to the process. But in fact, uh, people like Denise can help you look at your situation financially written down black and white and and so yes there would be fees paid to her for that uh, but it's not also asking the attorney to speak to that as well we work collaboratively together to help move you through Uh, having a counselor would help you think through things having a coach would help you think through things so you're not going to that attorney and saying hey I need to I need your shoulder to cry on type of thing. (laughs) So you certainly may want to uh, reach out to Denise and check with her um, about her services. So Denise, tell us a little bit more about your services and how people can reach you. Sure. So we can be reached at divorcestrategiesgroup.com. That's divorcestrategiesgroup.com. And we basically offer anything that... Um, anything divorce-related or post-divorce-related to do with your finances. So um, we offer general financial um, consulting services where someone can just have us consult alongside their attorney and the attorney uh, firm and give you financial guidance, financial information, and financial advice during and after the divorce. We work with people after the divorce specifically who want help with investing and, and um, financial planning and to get their own estate in order. Um, we have an investment firm, our partner firm in Grave Wealth, that we work with on that side. Um, and then we have, you know, litigation. We have a litigation arm that does a lot of separate property tracing, business valuation, the heavy, heavy litigation-focused uh, divorce financial expert services. And then for people who want to do or are able to do more of a cooperative divorce, we work as an expert in collaborative law, and then we also offer mediation services along with um, some attorneys we work with. So really, more of a cooperative way to divorce, collaborative or mediation. And then if that's not an option, we help with anything finance-related. You know, we are a financial firm, so divorcestrategiesgroup.com. Well, you can hear it in the strategies word, the, the, the 
all the strategies you need with with the funds, the monies that are a part of divorce. And I'll tell you, folks, uh, you definitely want to reach out to Denise. And um, just from my own personal experience, if I had had someone like Denise in the mix of my going through divorce years and years and years ago, I might have fared better financially moving forward. Um, I was coming from that emotional brain and uh, didn't kind of felt all alone, made some decisions on my own that really didn't help me move forward. So, you know, you're, you're separating finances. Maybe your income's going down because of the divorce, you know, separating two incomes now to your single income. But this is a time to regroup and to have people who uh, understand, again, there's that word, understand the process, help you understand to make better decisions going forward. And I can't express enough how important it is. This is an opportunity and possibility for you to kind of rework your life. And maybe it hasn't been exactly what you perceived it would be up to this point. Uh, But this is an opportunity to restructure things and move forward. And you want someone like Denise on your side to do that for sure. Okay, Denise, do's and don'ts. Three do's. Uh, two don'ts. They're they're competing against each other. Here. They are. They are. Our last don't. Last don't is don't don't agree to anything financially that you really don't understand. Don't sign off on an agreement that doesn't make sense to you, and don't agree to anything without getting the full picture. So when people are getting a divorce, often I find they want to. Will you take the house? I'll take the 401k. Will you take this? I'll take the retirement. No, no, no. You can't, you can't do it that way. You've got to get an estate inventory together, if you will, a balance sheet of your marital estate. So what do we own? What do we owe? What is our home worth? What, is our, what are our retirements worth? What's our bank account worth? What's our brokerage account worth? What's our life policies worth? Put every single thing on one piece of paper. And so you see a complete value of your estate. And only after that point can you really start talking about dividing these things because you've got to first know what you own and what you owe before you can negotiate what you'll keep. You know, you may say, he'll say, you keep the, I'll keep the retirement, you keep the house. Well, the retirement's worth $3 million and the house is worth half a million. That's not going to work. Right. Um, I've had people go through and uh, we'll split everything 50-50. You keep the debt in your name. I'll keep the debt in my name. Uh, That was marital debt created and it's all in my name. So, no, that's not going to work. So you you don't agree to split things without first seeing the whole puzzle. So it's like I always tell people this. It's like a big, gigantic puzzle we're putting together. And we've we've got to see what it looks like. Before we can start, we've got to see what the outsides look like before we can start filling in the guts. And that's really, before you divide anything, what do you own, I'd say. So don't piecemeal your divorce. Get the full picture, and then you can start dividing assets and debts. Yeah, and that picture includes what it looks like 5, 10, 20 years down the road, too, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. We first got to value the estate today, and then, and then when we start looking at, okay, you keep this, I'll keep this, that's when we can do some projections. Well, you know, some of the stuff, it's worth really 30% less than it is on the spreadsheet because you're going to have taxes taken out of it. Like then that and, and what kind of income can you get from these assets? Are they liquid? Are they not liquid? So many questions to answer 
so many different variables depending on who you are and what you own. Um, that's when it gets really personalized and we can look down the road and see, you know, do you need to work? Are you okay not working? You know, all these questions can be answered, but not until we know what you own and what you owe. Yeah, and I think, again, I mentioned this earlier in the show, this is where my clients get stuck. Uh, and I think, um, this is just my perspective, Denise, is that this is where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. You mm-hmm. have to, this is where it gets real. I've got to put everything down uh, on paper, black and white, and now I'm actually really realizing I'm getting divorced. Yeah, it's scary. It's, it's scary. And it, may, it takes some people a minute to get there, and that is okay. But at some point in this process, you've got to get there. And, but you, you can get help. There's, can help you get there. Yeah, and I think that's that's the pain. So I have I've probably I don't know how many of my clients, but they've gotten stuck at this process, and they're they haven't moved forward with divorce, so they're just in limbo. And let's let's be honest. Then, quite possibly, they're living in sin because now they're they're still married, yet they're moving on to a relationship, and that's for yeah. another show. Um, <laughs> but I think so important, and you said this before when you've been on the show, Denise, you got to know what you own. You got to know what you owe. You got to get that down black and white folks, and you got to get people to help you with determining how you're going to break that up, how you're going to separate that, how you're going to untie that knot and what it's going to look like going forward. Denise, as we begin to wrap up, uh, just, um, final thoughts that you have for the listeners. I would say, look, this is a very painful process. It's, it's not God's way. It wasn't meant to be, but it's happening. And I obviously don't know your situation and what you're going through, but but get some help. Get some legal guidance. Get some emotional support. You know, If you need financial guidance, get that too. Get people to help you navigate the process. You know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. I'm living proof of it. You're living proof of it, Christy. Like we are both living examples of having walked through this and come out the other side better than we were when we were married before, I believe. Yeah. Amen. Well, stronger through it. And I think, you know, we we have to go to this, Denise. Um, You mentioned it briefly and probably it needed to be the thing that we led with, but go to the foot of the cross and go to your Bible. I mean, I would, I would, I would put that Bible in the bed with me <laughs> sometimes. I, I've followed Beth Moore for years, and she talks about, like, laying on the floor and put the Bible on her head. And, you yeah. know, go there. What does the Word say? What does is, what is your Father say? Um, get that guidance and that comfort there. It is hard, but look for the light in Him. And that's my faith grew stronger through divorce. You know, mine did too. So I would say, you know, that may be the end result of this. I had, I was so close to God when I went through this, right? Um, I had some really miraculous moments, to be honest with you, where I really felt God's presence there. So just stick close to your father, get help, get confident support, and it's going to be okay. And the do's and don'ts of divorce, my friends, and the main thing, go to your father, go to your uh, father in heaven first, go to the foot of the cross. There will, There is light at the end of the tunnel. Friends, um, First, Denise, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And friends, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Mendelo, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM at KHT, The Word.